This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. 8.37 here on the Blitz 1170. Scott Files in the next room. I'm Rick Corey, both in the Tulsa Oilers studio. Now we welcome to our hotline the guy who tells us all about Arkansas Athletics, 5 News Arkansas insider Jacob Seuss. How you doing today, my friend? Oh, spectacular. We are getting to the uh we're getting into the thick of things here. We're starting to get some some real games here in in week 3. The weather's slowly starting to feel like football again. It's uh it's a good time. It is definitely a good time. I want to ask about just kind of where you think this team lands as we get as you said into the what becomes the you know the kind of meat of things. But I was looking at Pro Football Focus after you know, yesterday at the Tulsa News Conference, my boss and our afternoon guy Jeremy Poplin had brought up some Tulsa players were ranked really highly in in a couple of things and I started looking through all the rankings. KJ Jefferson is right now according to Pro Football Focus the number 2 quarterback in the country behind JJ McCarthy of Michigan and just ahead of Caleb Williams of USC. It's some pretty lofty territory from what you've seen so far. You think that's deserved? KJ's been great. KJ's been been amazing to start the season. You know, Western Carolina he did his thing against a, a far inferior opponent. And then, you know, Kent State this past Saturday wasn't pretty. It really, really was. And Arkansas had their struggles against, you know, a, a team that, again, should should realistically, you know, be, be very below them. The offense was was not good. Um, and, and in the second half of that game, KJ said, all right, it is uh, – we're not doing what we should be doing. I'm going to take over here and uh, and – and put this thing to bed. That's that's exactly what he did, and he did it with his legs. You know, he he was running every other play. You know, the, those Kent State defenders certainly didn't have didn't have much size. You know, trying to trying to tackle KJ, so he was just bulldozing through guys. <laughs> Helped Arkansas, you know, put together a, a couple late game touchdown drives to uh, to secure the win. So he's been good. He, he's he's done exactly what he's needed to do, but uh, but. You know, now the competition's about to be cranked up a, a notch over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, no doubt. All right, so do you, do you, I guess, do you write that off about, look, you had a really easy win in week one, you know this is a team you're better than, and you just didn't bring all the inspiration? Maybe. Um, you know, I I hope it's not more than that, but it, it might be. The offensive line has struggled pretty pretty bad the last two weeks you know they certainly didn't impress against fcs western carolina or fbs western carolina and then you know against kent state they were they were horrible to to put it to put it lightly you know the the kent state defensive line was really bullying arkansas you know for for a majority of the first half you know arkansas only had a 14 to 6 lead in that game they couldn't get the rushing game going for the second straight week really at all you know the the first two weeks of the season Arkansas has only averaged a little over three yards a carry and you're talking about an Arkansas running back room that's you know really been one of the best in the country the last and you know granted Rocket Sanders is hurt but you know outside of that they have you know a really good two three and four that it shouldn't matter that that you're missing Sanders you know so that was that was super disappointing, and you know Pittman is such a such an offensive line guy, so he certainly wasn't wasn't thrilled with that. And they have they have a lot of work to do, you know, going going into the next few weeks to try and try and improve. But on the other end, you know, with an offense that struggled, the defense has been great. The defense has been, I think, 
more than anyone thought they would be. I mean, talk about rushing game. They allowed 26 rushing yards all day on Saturday. They have been completely locked down. They've locked 20. They've allowed just 20 points, you know, through the first two games of the season. You know, could you also, on the flip side, chalk that up to playing Western Carolina and Kent State? Of course you can, but I think, you know, compared to what Arkansas's defense was last year, that unit has looked really, really good through two games. Jacob Seuss with us, the 5 News Arkansas Insider. Well, he's 5 News Fayetteville. He's Arkansas Insider as well. 842 here on the Blitz 1170. You mentioned Rocket Sanders. He's out again this week. This is his second straight game. He'll be out. Is there cause for concern for this, or is this just kind of precautionary just to make sure that the knee is completely healthy? I think there's definitely definitely cause for concern. You know, when, when Arkansas is, you know, willing to, to let us know and rule someone out on a Monday – you know that he's that he's not exactly playing on Saturday, and there's they're not going to try and keep it a secret all week. You know that at least signifies to me that he's not anywhere close to to being able to to play in game action. You'd think that you know you'd like to think that he'll be back for for week four when Arkansas starts FCC play at LSU. But from what I've what I've gotten, I I don't think that that's going to be the case. You know maybe give it another two or three weeks and he'll be able to come back. But that's, that's a tough one for Arkansas. You know, Rocket had such high expectations coming into the season, especially after what he pulled off last year as, as just a sophomore. But, you know, it's next man up for this team. They've put together such a, a solid running back room, you know, A.J. Green, Rashad Dabinian, that, you know, they should be able to, to, to carry the load here through, through the next two weeks they need to. If Arkansas doesn't establish their running game, you know, don't even talk about next week against LSU. You know, BYU could very well present some struggles this weekend. Yeah, we're going to get into BYU in a moment. But first, I want to revisit the offensive line just a minute. Sometimes it's talent. Sometimes it's just they haven't, you know, gelled yet together. Uh, what do you see as the biggest problem? Is this a talent issue or is this just they haven't found their stride? I think talent is is certainly a, a cause for concern. You know, I think at this point, Sam Pittman really isn't sure who his best offensive linemen are. You know, they are still trying to gel, you know, Bo Limmer and Brady Latham, you know, the two veterans on that line, they've both done their thing this year, but outside of those two, you have, you know, three new spots up for grabs that have really been rotated in and out between transfers that Arkansas picked up in the off season, you know, younger guys, freshmen, sophomores, who are getting their, you know, their first real crack at collegiate football. So, you know, so it's been a lot of mixing and matching through through the first few games, just trying to see what they're they're working with. And, you know, we, we spoke with, you know, A.J. Green, who's now the, the Arkansas starting running back with Rocket out. And, you know, he even admitted that, you know, they're not really super comfortable with that offensive line yet. And that's something that's just going to gonna take time with, with three new guys, you know, unfortunately that's kind of what fall camp is supposed to be about that month. You know, it's hard to, to fix an offensive line in, in four days, but, uh, but Arkansas is going to have to try and do that. Closing moments here with Jacob Seuss, five news, Fayette Phillies are Arkansas insider. This BYU team, not impressive against Sam Houston at 14, nothing did fine against Southern Utah at 41, 16. So they've, they've had their moments as well. Now, Keaton Slovis, the transfer from BYU or part from at USC was very good in week two against Southern Utah. When you take a look at this BYU team, what do you see? Kind of looks to me like they've gone kind of down the same road as Arkansas. 
Yeah, really, really interesting team when you when you look at those two games. You know, this is the second game of a, a home-and-home series. Arkansas and BYU played an extremely competitive three quarters last year. Arkansas pulled away, pulled away late, but it's hard to even look back at that game because BYU is a completely different team than than they were last year. You know, this is by far going to be the best matchup Arkansas has had through three weeks, you know, when you talk about how well the defense has played this year, you know, that's great. But you're finally going up this week, you know, against a, a real quarterback in Slovis, a, you know, a thousand yard rusher in Aiden Robbins from UNLV. So, you know, is, is the defense for real? We're, we're going to find out this weekend, which is, which is exciting. And, you know, it's a BYU defense that certainly isn't known, you know, for, for, you know, being anything, Super special. That is a you know BYU does return seven starters on a defense that Arkansas scored fifty three points on last year. So you know can the offense take a take a step forward next week? Can can Arkansas get the get the passing game a little bit more going just because KJ has more time in the pocket, which you know they really weren't able to do this past Saturday. Can can you get the run game going a little bit? Can you you know they Arkansas's rushed for you know. 150 yards or so the last two weeks that's not going to get the job done so you know Arkansas I think will win this game pretty pretty handily once again you know I it's it's you know for for the last time this season it's uh it's a tune-up you know you really you really got to see what's what's going on because after this week you know things are going to get difficult and they're going to get difficult in a hurry you begin that you know four four five week stretch on the road, you know, at LSU, at Old Miss, at Alabama versus Texas A and M in in Arlington. So, you know, what do you got? Show us what you got this week. Gain some confidence because uh, you know, things are gonna change real quick after after this weekend. Yeah, no question. All right, so uh, not very far from basketball getting rolling underway again. Is Musselman been, uh, been seen around campus minus a shirt? Of course, of course. He's in the middle of the student section <laughs> in, in, at the football games. You know, he's so small, so he looks like the student, <laughs> the student, the student section pretty well. You know, he. I think that, I think football season has to be Musselman's one of his favorite times of the year because it's it's not a stressful situation for him. You know, he's not coaching, he's not recruiting. So you know, he's just he's just living his best life. Real quickly, going back to football, Hogs eight-point favorites on Saturday. Do they cover? Yeah, yeah. I think they're. I would be surprised if if they didn't cover. I would. I would get on that one pretty quick. You know, I think that line is pretty is pretty low. Maybe just because of the way Arkansas played Kent State in the, in the first half. But I think you know we're under the lights this week at Razorback Stadium, which doesn't happen often, but always a lot of fun. You know, you're going to get a, a, a good crowd, a rowdy fan base tailgating all day. I think Arkansas is going to have a little more juice than they've had these last two weeks against Western Carolina in, in Kent State. I think Arkansas is going to cruise in this one. I think, you know, eight and a half is, uh, is a pretty safe bet, if you ask me. I guess the big question is, will Internet juice be homemade from stills in the mountains? <laughs> what? However, Pittman wants to supply it. They need. They need. They, need they, they had. They had absolutely zero last weekend, so they they need shortage juice this weekend that they can get. Yeah, hundred percent. There we go. Jacob, always a good time. Enjoy that game out there. And you're right. After this, it gets uh, it gets nitty gritty at that point. It'll be fun talking. We'll talk to you again next week.
Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.